around, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Welcome to Spell Lore, everybody. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. With me, as always, playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Good morning. Playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hi. And playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Offers. Go fuck yourself. Hey, energy Sorry. up. Boom. Early morning recording session. Yeah. Early morning recording. Abdul <laughs> and I were awake at 7 a.m. We have a lot of the residual bullshit that we're dealing with in our dreams <laughs> that we are... Still working through. Let's talk about it. Dream energy. Abdul, what were you dreaming about? I don't remember, but I woke up with an erection. <laughs> Paul. Uh, I was dreaming about Abdul with a big heart on. Woke up flaccid. <laughs> and Jessica. I didn't dream, but when I woke up, I saw Abdul sleeping on the couch, and I was like, he has an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my erection? No. Okay. <laughs> but I knew it was there. <laughs> I saw somebody see my erection once. <laughs> what was that like? Uh, they were turning and laughing <laughs> and running back into the room. I was on the couch. And we all, I think we all know who that person is too, which is really funny. When last we left our heroes, they were reunited with the physical form of Perel and spent a little bit of time having some magical debates of various kinds. Uh, they talked to Perel about the possibility that the menders would track them down now that they have released the only living wizard. And Perel has agreed in an attempt to cover their tracks. He resurrected Chamberlain and created Chamberlain's urge to cover for the, the party and created a fake box out of normal stone that looks like the Wardstone box. And they have decided to hit the road to still follow up on a lead that the Menders gave them yeah, to I go think... to the Halfling Lands. We're going to the halfling lands eventually, but I think we're gonna stop at a vacation day. Like, yeah, somebody's going to like volunteer at a church, but they stop off at a playground first. Or yeah. Something. Well, and also there's apparently a tram of some kind that you can catch in Crystal Bay that mm -hmm. goes straight to the halfling lands. Yeah. Ooh. We're gonna spend all our money on it. And that is where we meet up with everybody. So Tuck, Ving. Billy and Mears are riding the cart pulled by Francis the Woolly Pig, who happily trundles along on a, on a muddy road. And after a few uneventful days of travel with Perel uh, sitting snugly in the fanny pack, wrapped up around Tuck's waist? Uh, yeah, maybe I have it in the backpack, like where <laughs> the box used to Wear be. Wear it. Yeah. yeah, I have it. Or in my backpack. Oh, he's okay. wearing it like a millennial. It's strapped to his like torso. Oh, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's strapped crossways across the front. No. You're wearing it like a babysitter. I don't want to do He that. keeps his phone and his credit cards in there. Fuck you guys. Why do you have more than one credit card, Tuck? That's dangerous. <laughs> and he keeps his AirPods in there because he doesn't. He keeps losing them. It's like his third pair. Fuck. <laughs> really costing him a lot. Yeah, and after a few une uneventful days of travel, you exit the more thickly forested section of the Firefields Principality that you've been traveling through. And uh, you come out of the trees, the sun is shining, and before you lies the Sea of Graves. Steely, stormy waters stretch off to the horizon, and spaced out evenly, massive stone pillars rise up into the clouds. Oh. This is the first time I think most of you have seen the Sea of Graves at the, at the very least, for a long time. Billy, yeah. you've never seen the ocean before, right? I've never seen it. You've never seen the ocean? No. Whoa. It's so spooky. <laughs> What's spooky about it, Billy? All the pillars. Yeah. All the stones. How far away are the pillars from the beach? A few, like uh, two miles, maybe. Oh, I thought they were like right there. No, Whoops. not right there. I'm less scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still see them and they're still really big. Do yeah. things live up there? 
Are we spelt loring? Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Somebody give me a spelt lore. 2d6 plus intelligence. Ooh. Eight. Mm. <clears throat> All right. On an eight with a spelt lore, I give you something <clears throat> interesting. It's up to you to make it useful. Uh, there are many stories about the pillars of the Sea of Graves. Some say that they rise up into the clouds and beyond, that they just rise infinitely. Those people are stupid. <laughs> A lot of people do think that that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are stories of things that make their homes at the top of the pillars past the cloud cover. Mm -hmm. And some say that further in, the pillars vary more widely in height. And there are stories of ships uh, being attacked from above by great beasts that nest at the top of the pillars mm. or being uh, dragged underneath by things that swarm out of the pillars. Mm-hmm. As people are pretty uh, wary of traveling within them, the stories are hard to confirm. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, the pillars are part of uh, the the religion of the flame. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's tell me a little bit about Tuck's knowledge of the of the religion of the flame. They say that the pillars are were created by the Lord of the Flame to trap a sea monster. That lives underneath, like a sea serpent. Like, oh. so it tangled them. Yeah. In the pillars. Does Tuck believe that? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like a th it's like one of those things that, like, people always said when you were a kid. It's like, hey, don't go to the Sea of Graves or else, like, the the world serpent will get you. Mm. Like, it's like, and then it's like, it kind of just becomes like an idiom. It's like, hey, World Serpent will get you. If yeah, you're, if you like getting too drunk at the festival, they're like, oh, World Serpent will get you. Really and then it kind of just, deep in the sea of grays. And then it just becomes like an analogy for like neg bad fate or bad luck mm -hmm. is like the World Serpent. Druids believe that the beasts, the great beasts on the top, are, are, are born of the runes that are carved by ancient druids. Ooh. Are there runes on the on the pillars? Yeah, some people that have gotten closer to the pillars have said that there are things carved on them. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And there's uh, meant to be a, a lord of beasts above on one of the pillars. Fuck yeah. They kind of control, control some of them, they think. Cool. That's, that's one of the tales, ancient D tales. Does Ving believe that? Ving, uh, yeah, wants to believe it. Yes. Mm. He doesn't believe much, but he wants to believe a lot. Mm. What, is, what has Billy heard about the Sea of Graves pillars? Or the Sea of Graves um, in general? The halflings believe that Thunderbirds live above the sea of graves and they they create storms yeah oh maybe the thunderbirds are the reason for the storms in the sea of graves okay yep so i bet the halflings at home are probably really thinking about the thunderbirds right now mm, with all their rivers topsy-turvy oh then maybe the thunderbirds are angry with them for some reason yeah do they have do they do sacrifices sort of ritually kind of they can't they can't get an animal <laughs> big enough to sacrifice <laughs> But yeah. they will offer their harvests to yeah, the waters. Any sort of sacrifice. Yeah, it's mm. like I imagine it being like we can't kill an animal, but like, like we'll leave like a bowl of milk an or honey, ear of corn, and yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, killing an ear of corn exactly. Drip over the yeah. They get their beets and they do that, and everyone's like, "Whoa, look at all the blood flowing into the river." It's just beet juice. Everyone's just like yeah, pretending, and they're yeah. like, "That's fun." Or halflings <laughs> think that we're all full of beet juice. <laughs> Would Billy ever take those offerings? Yeah, he'd go back for sure. No, like when you were living there and hungry and like homeless, like would you like? Yeah, <laughs> no, especially because like usually the whole town would have to gather for a sacrifice and, over there. Yeah, by the river, and like you know, families will talk for a bit and leave, and then Billy just waits <laughs> it out, and he and he goes into the river and eats, <laughs> eats whatever they threw in. I saw somebody throw an ear of corn in there. I'm going for it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, and so that's what you're all thinking about when you see these massive pillars stretching off into the horizon. So, do the halflings think that all waters are connected? Yep. Like they're so that's why they're like, oh, the storms in the Sea of Graves must be affecting the Wittershins and the Sunwise. Yeah. Cool. cool. I love them. Yeah, I'm excited to get to the halfling lands. Mm -hmm. it's but first, <laughs> beach party summer. Yeah. Hashtag hot girl summer. Hot uh, summer. And Mears is just sitting next to you as you're all thinking about these stories that you've heard wide-eyed. I've never seen anything like this before. What have you heard about the Sea of Graves? Oh, it's spooky. 
It's all spooky stuff. I heard that if you die on the Sea of Graves, uh, your ghost wanders all waterways for the rest of time. Whoa. I heard that the pillars uh, are actually uh, prisons that hold monsters. I heard that there's one big whale that lives in the Sea of Graves. And that every once in a while, somebody sees him. And if you see the whale, it means that you're going to be famous. Can you keep doing them as we're walking? Down? <laughs> yeah, there's a big whale. The whale of graves. It's going to make you famous? He makes you famous. If you see him, you become rich and famous. They say he's a chunk of one of the pillars that broke off. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to tell people that. He's made out of stone. He's a stone whale. That's pretty cool, huh? That's pretty cool. And huh? he's just chattering away as yeah. you're riding down the coast. And Wait, does have you ever seen the ocean? No. Bing, have you? Uh, not this ocean. I've seen the ocean, the frozen north. Oh, yeah. Part of it, but I haven't seen the Sea of Grace. Well, do you guys want to go in? Okay. Yeah. Do we? Do, do we, we? Do we have time? Um, yeah. Well, I guess... We, I guess we're not on a schedule, are we? No. Is it dangerous? Is it? Perel. Is this how we call him now? <laughs> he has to get out of the bag now. Well, like, I'm just going to go like... in. I don't need anyone telling me which way and what <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, going go into our... danger without a plan. Yeah. Let's go put our feet in the water. All right. Yeah. And, you know, you ride down to the beach. And what is the? what do we think the beach at the Great Sea of Graves looks like? Is the sand just sand colored black? Oh, it's the same color as the pillars. It's yeah, worn. Cool. Yeah, because the pillars have been there for like eons potentially. So the storms have worn like the surfaces of the pillars, and then like sand will slough off, and then go to the beach. All the beaches around that ocean are black. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and as you get closer to the coast, the land clears out. Like it's a very, it gets pretty flat. As you get closer to the water, and then there's just, yeah, the blue black, grass. Blue grass. Yeah, there's blue grasses. Yeah, there's a dude sitting on the edge just playing a banjo. Yeah, the blue grasses give way to black sand beaches, and there's just black sand stretching along the coast on either side for miles and miles. Are we alone, or are there other travelers? There's a couple people here and there, uh, no, but not fucking many. Panusians, are they? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm gonna beat their asses. Yeah, <laughs> I like that we're all racist. We're all, now we're all Aryans. <laughs> uh, no, no Panusians, just travelers, like regular people. And there's a town a little bit further down the coast, so you think some of them are just villagers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm running in the water. I will also run in the water, but at a much slower pace. I run in the water, but I've taken my loincloth off, so completely. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Billy covers his eyes. <laughs> he keeps running. Runs into the ocean. Billy's <laughs> running with his hands over his eyes. Yeah. Uh, Slowly running. And Mears is hustling along behind very trepidatiously. And you're all just kind of kicking it in the water now? Yeah, it tastes weird. Yeah, what is the water like? I think it moves not just like regular waves. Like it doesn't just move like a, like a tide, like pushing you against the shore. It kind of tugs you around in different directions. Like there's weird... Like cross currents and yeah. stuff. Yeah, e- even close to the shore, it's like Strange. you're being pushed towards the shore, pulled away, side to side, kind of around. Like it feels like you're feeling multiple currents and tides at once. Like it's not responding to the wind. No. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. And you have a very weird. Uh, when you look at the pillars this close, especially when you're touching the water, you get this kind of weird, numb feeling almost. Like some part of your mind is smoothed away. Bing puts his head under and breathes deep through his gills. Whoa. So cool. It's been a while since he's soaked up. And new waters allows him to study the essence a little bit more. Oh, my God. So he's getting in that. So what, yeah, what form is Bing looking to be able to take? Uh, He's he's not. He's just, he just wants to commune with, with the Sea of Graves. I think he's just about getting vibes. These cool. days, the, the danger room and yeah. trying to pick things up. So he's just breathing it in and seeing what it feels like. And it feels very ancient. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do, yeah. What do you like? Is there anything that Ving is trying to accomplish or is it just a vibe? Uh, Ving is would love to see one of the Thunderbirds. He would love to see one and possibly meet the Lord of all Thunderbirds. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's fucking sick. Yeah. It's fucking sick. It is very cool. I'm 
trying to see if I can have a better sense of where the Lord of the Thunderbirds is in the Sea of Graves. That's oh. what I'm asking of the Sea of mm -hmm. Graves. So basically communing with the Sea of Graves to get information yeah, of yeah, some kind? That yeah. sounds like a communion of whispers. So could you give me a 2d6 plus wisdom? Okay, communion of whispers with the Sea of Graves in my gills. Uh, oh, yeah, seven. Uh, on a seven to nine, the vision is unclear, meaning murky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, the vision is unclear, it's meaning murky. <laughs> Not the vision is unclear, which means murky. murky. <laughs> so the water's like a murky, kinda like a kinda like a little shitty, like a little like brown and stuff. Uh, and then you look over, you realize Billy still has diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in my gills. It's in my gills. He's washing it off. <laughs> yeah, Billy's cleaning himself in the sea. That's so funny. Like we're like we're like kinda like splashing around. We look over and Billy's like twenty feet away and he's like Got his wet. You know that thing where kids like dunk their butts in the water, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like looking into the distance, and we're like, "Billy, are you taking a shit?" No. <laughs> but what he doesn't count on the weird tides here, so it's yeah. just like <laughs> like a loopy ball of poop coming towards us. Poopy oopy, and the cloud of the diarrhea, thanks to the the strange currents, forms symbols of strange meaning. <laughs> Billy is surrounded by runes, a ring forms, and a light pours from the circle and disappears. His... Billy, you need less iron. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do like the idea that that did happen. Billy had wicked diarrhea, yeah. and then like he just saw a bunch of runes, but because he can't read, he's like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Uh... Oh, trippy, man. Well, I'm going to go. Hey, that one looks like a dog. See ya. <laughs> See ya, Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> You can make cartoons out of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like child's play. Like Alpha Getty or Dunkaroos. <laughs> Don't eat your poops. Dunkaroos is a good name for shitting. Yeah. <laughs> Dumperoos. Yeah. Gotta go Dunkaroo. Uh, yeah. We're just like, Billy, you can't shit in the ocean. Why? It's, then I'm clean too. I know, but there's other people in here. You're like, like but I'm clean and we're all like knees <laughs> down his poop. <laughs> Yeah, you're clean, pal. Uh, I mean, keep in mind, the Thunderbirds are a myth. Yes. As far as Ving's concerned, yes. he's never even seen he's one. He's trying to see if it maybe isn't. But you um, you open yourself up to the spirits in the Sea of Graves, and you feel this like ancient weight. Mm. The spirits here are ancient and knowledgeable, and their, their essence is heavy with the wisdom of ages. Mm. And uh, It's you... kind of acting like a bit of a... Any depressant for Vink at this moment. He needed this. It's yeah. like a rebirth Aww. for his like depression. Cool. Right, because he right. spent so many days sort of contemplating yeah, the emptiness. Bummed. Yeah. And you, you feel this uh, connection to the spiritual world rush back in you. That he hasn't felt since he left the spiritual world. Yeah. And your, your eyes cloud over with this vision that the ocean bestows on you. Mm. And um, you are flying. You see the pillars, you're soaring in between them, your mighty wing beats pounding against the, the currents of the air and the cloud, and uh, you tip up and you start flapping through the cloud cover and just iron gray clouds all around you. And just before you crest the top of the cloud cover, your vision returns to normal. Oh! <laughs> Like heading, heading through thick cloud and you can see it yeah just being the light edge. just about to break through the light of the cloud Damn. yeah so <sighs> oh but something ving is pretty certain of now at least is thunderbirds are real oh. at the very least or the spirits of the sea of graves were trying to trick you but you don't think they'd do that whatever <laughs> trick away that was awesome Guys, I tripped hard. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of the vibe. Is that Vic just got high? And I'm dancing by, I'm like, this Thunderbirds are real. Splashing, <laughs> oh splashing. Thunderbirds are real. Thunderbirds are real. He's so excited and dancing around the circle. Like, we are, we have splashes. no idea what you're talking and about. And then all, always get in. Yeah. <laughs> Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds are real. I saw them. Yeah. Billy's just flapping around saying Thunderbirds yeah. are real. Yeah. yeah. And he asks uh, if, what they look like. I couldn't see. I was the Thunderbird. Whoa! Yeah, Billy has a new respect for Ving. Oh, it's a new bond. Yeah. Erase it. Billy has a new respect for Ving. No, cool. we'll do that next time. 
What did Tuck want to know? So I wanted to kind of like, because I know Billy is magic, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that Tuck is concerned with now is like being like, oh, is like Billy's magic going to kill him? Mm. Remember? Mm -hmm. Where it was like, Perel's like, I don't know what the effects are going to be. So I kind of just wanted to like, as we're at the beach, like close to the Sea of Graves, I wanted to see if like, the water or the beach or anything is responding in mm. a strange way to Billy. Mm. Yeah. Or if like his presence here is like changing something. So do we get, we get Perel out, right? Do, would we use Perel for this or would I just do a, you could do a discern okay. realities. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You, we could do a discern realities. I think Jessica is going to give you some answers though. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll do my best. <laughs> so yeah. All right. 2d6 plus wisdom. Whoa. Damn. Uh, what's my wisdom? Doesn't matter. Plus one, really. 12. I got 12. 12. Nice. So you get three questions from the discern realities list. Sick. So Fuck three. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> two hang loose hands and a tongue on the microphone from Abdul. <laughs> and, you know, it makes sense that you get a, a 12 on this. You're basically just watching your kid play at the beach. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what's he doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm standing on the beach. And I was like, that's great. <laughs> and then I noticed that he's shitting. I'm like, Billy, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not. He keeps doing it. <laughs> Every once in a while, like, I'll see him walk and then, like, I'll see him look around surreptitiously and then slowly Dunk. just like, I'm like, Billy. <laughs> Just don't do that. Get it out, bud. It's like a netty pot for his butt. <laughs> Just get it out of you, pal. That's what Vegas said. Yeah. yeah. Just let him. Let him. He needs to. Billy's going to anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Vig and I are on the shore watching Mears and Billy. <laughs> Mears is just like, no. <laughs> yeah, Mears is. He took his boots off and he rolled his pants up to like mid calf so he can walk in the water. And every time he sees Billy shitting, he goes, ah. <laughs> And he kind of also... does that, like, slap, 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 as he's, like, kicking up high above the water to run away. Yeah. Also, Mears is very excited to be swimming around because he used to love swimming, and then he lost his arm, and he hasn't been able to swim Aww. since yeah. he lost his arm. And he's trying to get... He's still he's still having a little bit of trouble, you can see, because he's swimming with a limb that's made out of metal and wood. Yeah. So he's like, well... I can dive well. better. <laughs> I can dive better, but it's hard coming back up. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> You get three questions off the discern realities list. Uh, so yeah, what happened here recently? What is it about? I'm not uh, cutting this. Abdul, pay attention, please. What? This isn't even me, is it? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I succeeded in the role. Let's move on. Oh my god. Okay, so just so we understand the situation, mm -hmm. Jessica is going to be giving you answers to these discern reality questions cool. because it's what Billy's doing at the beach and if the beach is reacting to him at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to roll with whatever answers Jessica gives. Cool. So what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? Now, not all of these necessarily have to apply to Billy because uh, the beaches on the Sea of Graves are sort of well known for having a lot of weird uh, detritus wash up because there are so many ships that crash in the pillars that people find interesting things on the beach. Uh, so that might come into play, but there's no something actually that you notice is there's no driftwood, like zero driftwood. Huh? Yeah, that's weird. It is weird, and the trees stop long before they get to the beach. But you'd think that wood would wash up at some point from somewhere. But, yeah, but it don't. Huh? Mm, yeah. I guess I am kind of just doing a general discern realities about this area. Yeah, then. and also being like, is Billy okay? He keeps having diarrhea in the ocean. <laughs> um. Can actually can we do a thing where I ask Billy two of the questions and Perel one question? Sure. Yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah. So I've like kind of like set up the tent. Yeah, totally. As Billy's been playing in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And like I've just like it's just Yeah. There. And you've been learning to set it up in a way that's not overly suspicious. Uh-huh. So it's not just like a fanny pack that's the size of like a pocketbook that whips out into a huge tent. You set it up and it kind of just looks like a regular tent. Okay. Because I mean, it's a magical artifact and those don't really exist mm -hmm. so you don't want to draw too much attention and there's other people on the beach yeah there's a couple people here and there and on the roads and stuff like that so mm -hmm. you just want to be kind of kind of careful so just don't drag your like 
enormous pig <laughs> into your tent in front of people. Oh, right. Francis is there, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Francis is he's padded up to the edge of the water. He doesn't like it, though, because oh. it's it's salt water. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to go in salt water. Poor Francis. And he's getting kind of warm because it's sunny on the beach and he's covered in hair. Billy's it, getting warm, too. Is it warm? I imagine it being like kind of like because of the storms, like it being kind of is it, I, I guess I imagine it being really windy. Uh, but it could be hot wind. Yeah, the sand oh. holds that heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, the black cool. sand because it's black sand. Yeah, yeah, super hot. So it's like just super hot wind coming yeah. off of the waves. Mm-hmm. So Francis went down onto the beach and padded around a little bit and was like, and then walked back up to the grass. Like he doesn't even want to be on the sand. Ving set up the vestibule for people who want shade. Oh, the tent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the... Yeah. Cool. Then Francis is like nosing at the. <laughs> The opening of the tent. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, no, stay people out. around. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's trying to push. Pa- he's really strong. Yeah, he's like trying to push past you. And I'm like smacking his cheeks. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'll put you in the danger room. <laughs> Slapping his cheeks, like, no, stay back. And he's like, oh man, I love this stupid pig. Okay, yeah. So that's what's going on right now. Yeah. So I'm. I guess I'm sitting in the vestibule of the tent. And is Perel Perel's inside? Yeah, he'll be inside. Yeah. So I look I look at Billy playing in the waves and I'm just like watching him for anything mm-hmm. that is an indication of like something strange with his abilities. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just like, what should I be on the lookout for? So what's Billy doing right now? Uh Billy's uh done shitting and he's just <laughs> he's waiting around to try to clean himself off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, and how do we think that Billy's uh, natural magic might be interacting with the strange waters of the Sea of Graves? Um, well, the water, he wants to see what's under the water. So there's like light coming out of his hands and like there's a little glow in the water. It reflects off some like little stones in there, oh. like sea glass. Like phosphorescent almost. Yeah. And he's picking them up. Oh, so he's trying to pick up sea glass at the bottom, and to make it easier, he's brightening the water around his hands. He doesn't usually do this, no. right? He did it in the pool. Mm-hmm. He was able to cast that magic beam using the crystal. Because the water of the pool was like letting him do that, yeah. right? The water and the crystal. It makes oh. it easier. And the, crys- yeah. the, the maybe the sea glass is little bits of crystal. Yeah, maybe. Ooh. But the water is making it easier for him. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's doing a he's doing more. just just a bit more magic than he's usually able to. Okay. Yeah, because Billy can't do the light very easily without it. So is there like magic in the water then? No, I think uh, the water just strengthens what I have because I feel comfortable in the water. What? Yeah. What does it feel like when you go? Do you feel like stronger? Or do you feel? I just feel comfortable, like because it's hot out there, and so but the water is like not as hot. It feels like a warm bath. Uh huh. And so he's just cozy. Nice. I mean, that makes sense if, if especially if Billy's all about comfort. Like yeah. the fact that whenever he's more comfortable, he's better at magic. Yeah. Is the water warm to me? Probably not as warm. Like it's, it's... a deep old ocean. Yeah. Like... The water's always perfect for Billy. Yeah. It's always like Goldilocks temperature. So like Billy's splashing around in it like there's nothing, and then I yeah. go to the edge and I'm like, Ooh. oh. Yeah. Is... Be careful, Billy. It's cold. Yeah, it's chilly. No, it's not. It's good warm. It feels like a nice little tub. Okay. Rub-a-dub-tub in the tub of love. <laughs> Rub-a-dub-tub in the tub of love. He's just oh. on his back, kicking around, like <laughs> singing to himself. Jingling. See, uh, yeah. That was a, like a, a motel that we passed a little the while The tub back. of love? Yeah. It yeah. said the, it said rub-a-dub-dub in the tub of love, and Ving was trying to help him read. <laughs> he was like trying to teach him how to read. He's like, okay, read that sign. And Billy's like, uh-huh, rub-a-dub-dub in the tub of love. And Billy Pretty has good. not stopped saying it for like three yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's driving the tub of love. fucking crazy. It's driving us insane. It's a, it's a pretty good earworm, though. That's Ving so, has it, too. That's so fucking funny. Rub-a-dub-dub in the tub of love. For three days, Billy's just been like, rub-a-dub-dub in the tub of love. People are like, you gotta stop you saying You have to stop saying that, Billy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Are you talking to Perel about this kind of stuff? Yeah, I guess we're kind of just sitting in the vestibule. Yeah. 
And Perel is watching Billy do this, like lighting up the water and pulling things out of it. And he asks you, when you fought the water monster that killed Ving, Billy uh, exhibited some pretty intense magical ability in the pool, correct? Yeah, he made like a magic beam of like something to kill that dick monster. And he had, he had those crystals with him. Yeah, he had the, I think he, yeah, he had the crystal with him. And he was capable of similar magic in the spirit world, which is a whole conversation unto itself mm-hmm. that I would not even try to have uh, with somebody as little, with as little magical knowledge as you. Are you fucking serious? It's an academic thing. I literally broke you out of an unbreakable prison. Are you fucking yeah. talking down to me right now? I'm not now? talking down to you. Are I'm you... just saying that if I need to talk to somebody about smashing something, I'll absolutely come to you. The Holy neckbeard of this guy. Fucking shit. <laughs> I feel like you're maybe taking this the wrong way. Like, is Ving with us right now? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What? He's in the sun, just outside. <laughs> yeah, just sunning himself yeah. next to Francis. Yeah. Um. He's like, I, I look. I didn't mean any offense. Anyways, the point is, is that with the crystals, Billy seems capable of much more versatile magic. Also, it seems like in the water, he's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is something that maybe I want to pursue with Billy, with your blessing, of course. Yeah, I mean, we trust you. Because our magic might not be as dissimilar as I thought at first. The energy of wizards, the thalmic energy, is just a its a fuel source that we can use to power... Frog people, we got it. <laughs> yeah, we know your amazing magical abilities. Of making angry frogs. Yeah, your whole thing is like, oh, look at me. I built Doesn't a feel good, does it, Perel, being talked down to? <laughs> Just watch your two, dude. Rub-a-dub-dub in the tub of love. It's just something that I think that maybe we should pursue because the, yeah, the thalmic energy fields that wizards have can be used to power big frogs, uh, amongst <laughs> other things. Whereas uh, young Billy's more innate fairy magic allows him to affect the natural world in the in ways that he finds enjoyable but he might be able to use it for other things with the proper training and the proper tools well the question i'm using is what here's not what it appears to be and i guess that one's for perel that one's probably for perel so he's like so the crystals were destroyed following your return from the spirit world right uh yeah we don't have any of them anymore but Billy's capable of similar, though less powerful versions of the magic that he was capable of with the crystals. So what has he acquired recently that might be making this easier for him? Oh, the ring? Chamberlain's ring? Oh, and Perel, like, <laughs> kind of rubs his chin like, hmm. Not uh, sarcastically. <laughs> but he's really? Because like, it seems sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, he goes, oh, really? The ring? G, you think? But he says, it's, you know, Chamberlain was made of magically resonant glass. Mm. That could be part of this puzzle. The glass that Billy carries with him could be making magic easier. And being on vacation, it's nice and relaxed. Extreme emotion of some kind, whether it be contentment or uh, fear for the lives of his loved ones, seems to be the key. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, for Billy, who's really in control here. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a fine answer, right? Like, yeah. it, it's like there's no outside force exerting on Billy. Like, Billy's that's, just coming into his own. That's totally what I what I'm worried about is like because the with what happened in the pool, it was like an uncontrolled force. I guess that element of control is something that I'm worried about with Billy. Is like, is magic able to control him and make him something else, or is he in control of it? And he just looks so fancy free, like yeah. kicking it in the beach. Like, yeah, he can turn off the light. He can turn it back on. Beep, beep, boop. <laughs> I see him doing that, where he's just like, yeah, because he's like, I think I see a big shell. There's an even bigger glass, so he drops the smaller glass and he gets the bigger glass. <laughs> As he's reaching out to the glass, all the other glass he's collected has fallen out of his hands, and he doesn't even think about it. Yeah. He's just like, oh, a big one. <laughs> Uh, and Perel, at watching Billy does that, he does mention magic is not a common thing anymore, and it's something that people don't trust. So maybe have a conversation with Billy about being a little more subtle with his magical abilities. Mm. 
Maybe you have a, have that conversation. With yeah, him. we leave the magic talk up to you. Yeah, mm. we don't like to discipline our Billy. <laughs> yeah, very much. We have like kind of a free range parenting model where we let him do his thing. You see him pooping in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got a real Montessori style <laughs> rearing technique. And then we yelled to Billy, "Great job, bud! Thank you. I'm done now. You I want to come out? Do you want a cheese sandwich? Yes, please. I um, I've so the wow it's so hot here the <laughs> ground ah get in the tent and he just waddles up yeah. <laughs> and mirrors heads in after him like i'll make some lunch and that's how you pass the next couple hours is making food and Vin yeah. gathers up some of the sea grave sand and water in a jar <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hell yeah he's like a scientist yeah, and now he's got unlimited liminal space yep. to keep mason jars in. And he's excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, has anybody, do you guys want to maybe explore, try and explore the fanny pack anymore? No. Nah. Or are you just happy with Let's the way that it's too beautiful over here? <laughs> this, it, Perel asks us that <laughs> literally every time we're in there. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been thinking maybe we could try and deal with the danger room scenario. Blah, open. blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can do it if you want, but I took a good look. <laughs> Not touching that danger room. Yeah. Very well. We'll keep sleeping on Shay's lounges then. Cool. Wonderful. I love being back in the physical world and sleeping on a small couch. And so you guys have dip, have Spoiled lunch and yeah. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> It's like we're living with like a, a prince. Yeah, like a French aristocrat. Yeah, it's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> like, or like he used to know the prince. I used to know the prince, you know. Yeah, he's like an old he's like a butler almost. <laughs> like a fancy oh, butler yeah. that likes talking down to regular people. I'm uh, sleeping in a drawer of dishes. <laughs> I sleep in knows there was dishes in there. <laughs> I pictured at least tablecloths. There's tablecloths, but he also did put a few cups and bowls in there. Some forks. He, he put, put them in dishes. There. In yeah, there he to did. sleep on them? No, well, he just like anything he has or uses, he leaves in there. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of like used plates in there that he won't let mirrors take out and clean. Yeah. Like, Billy like... reuses them every day, but he just licks them. He doesn't clean it. He's like a territorial cat where yeah. every anytime Mears like puts his hand in to grab a dish, he like stabs. <laughs> like, no. Mears has started serving paella in like cups. It's probably why Billy's having so much diarrhea, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should cut out with the seafood and saffron and oil and... All right. And dewy. <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, and you pack up later on and you continue down the road. Is there any shops along the beach? I want to pick up some stuff. Oh, what are you looking to pick up? I need... Uh, I want to buy some more poultices and herbs. You guys want to do a shopping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You said there was There's a town a... a little way down the road. Yeah. Okay. So, um, small little beach shanty town. Yeah. You camp out, like, you basically get there at the end of the day and you camp outside. Is that what you've kind of been doing lately now that you have the tent? Yeah. Any kind of like area that's sort of off the road mm -hmm. that we won't be disturbed in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you do that at night and the next morning you get to a small town named Little Sir. Little Sir. <laughs> and uh, there's a painting. <laughs> Next to the sign, the sign that says "Little Sir," that's like um, a little cat with a hat on, and it's what kind of hat? It's waving hello. <laughs> what kind of hat? Uh, like Music? a like a bowler hat. <laughs> it's a little cat with a bowler hat. He's um like black and white striped, and he's waving. Oh, like this guy. Yeah. Who's this? No, that's on the sign. I know. Who's this? <laughs> do you ask somebody? Yeah. Who are you asking? Us. <laughs> You guys, do you know who this little cat is? This the mascot that has? Is the mayor? Well, I think that's its name. I just point to Little Sir. <laughs> little Sir. So has Billy been learning to read? <clears throat> no, I don't know what it says. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just assume that the words next name. to the cat are the cat's name. <laughs> Who's this little sir? <laughs> and somebody passing by has like a bundle of firewood, and they're like, "Well, that's the town mayor." <gasps> Holy shit! Oh my god! Little <laughs> Sir. The mayor of Little Sir, come on in. Take us to him. And uh, he's like, All right, well, I mean, you'll find him in City Hall. Why is our first move to always talk to the mayor of yeah. whatever town we're in? <laughs> That's not Walking a normal a thing for travelers. <laughs> hey, where's your mayor? Hey, we need to talk to your mayor. Why? We're mercenaries. <laughs> Why? I don't know. We're just kind of drifting through. <laughs> it sort of seems to work out for us. 
but there are various shops. There are shops opening in Little Sur, and there's townspeople moving about. It's got like a real beach town kind of vibe because the sand, like it goes right down to the beach. Okay. Some people live on the beach. Some people live on the grass. Cool. It's not huge. Is the town mostly like kind of a tourist town? Uh, yeah, it seems that way. This okay. time of year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not really sure what the industry would be because Is... there's no trees that close by. Are the monsoons still happening? Or are we still in monsoons? No, zone? monsoon season is sort of past. Okay. Well, there's... the monsoon time has passed like for this chunk. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of artisans who make glass. They melt down the sand, the black sand. They make black glass stuffs. Oh, Yeah, cool. there we go. It's a glass blowing town. Yeah. Yeah, that's is... their main industry. Does black glass use this sand? I think Paul, at least when we talked about black glass, was talking about how it's called that because they use a lot of obsidian. Yeah. Oh, from cool. the from the like thermal volcanoes and stuff like that. Okay. So but that's that's the stuff. But there's also black sand, and the black sand makes black glass. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does it make obsidian? It doesn't make obsidian obsidian, but it makes black glass it's, that is very strong. It's like yeah, it's like a false obsidian. Yeah. Oh. It's like a man made obsidian. Cool. So, so you see yeah. a lot of like glass bottles hanging from doorways and uh pipes and jars and stuff like that mostly bongs mostly huge bongs (laughs) so everybody's got a real like what's cracking bro (laughs) everybody's pretty chilled out yeah pipe leaf isn't legal here but it's decriminalized (laughs) and pretty much everybody sells it yeah Yeah, it smells stinky Smells like old Bill's house. Yeah. Old Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of the guy that looked after Billy? Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. I guess <laughs> the kind of guy that would just pick up a magic kid in the woods and adopt him is yeah. a stoner. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what's your plan? There's like stores opening. Uh, how much are poultices and herbs? I go to the herb store. There is an herbalist. Okay. And they are open. What's What's your name? My name Brody. Brody. Yeah, you guys looking for some herb? Uh, well, just poultices. Oh, you just need like healing herb? Yeah. Sick, tight. We got that cool. for sure. Can, Can I have four? Four poultice? <laughs> Please. Uh, so how pol- I'm looking at the yes. uh, dungeon gear sheet right here, and it'll be normal price because they have access to all the stuff that they yep. need for it. Okay. So it gets two uses per, uh, and they're 10 coins each. Because it's just like big bundles of herbs and jars and stuff. Fuck is this economy? <laughs> it sounds like it's a shit ton of herbs because it's Damn. one weight as well. Oh, okay. Are you guys cool with this? Yeah. yeah. I'll buy four. Yeah. 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 Just throw it in the cart. We have four hundred coins. It's kind of like you just bought a brick of hash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brody comes out with like a bale. <laughs> hey, here you go. It smells like skunk cabbage. This is some of the dankest healing herbs that you will ever need. Cool. Okay. Thanks, bro. And you can really get fucked up in a pinch. No, I don't oh, need to. Okay. This is sort of for the office. Yeah, okay. You guys, hey, you guys like to is, party? This is a fucking kid. <laughs> I'm not talking to the kid, bro. Oh, I'm you're talking to you, bro. Talking near the kid. Okay. Hey, kid, go turn around. <laughs> okay. You guys like to fucking party? No, we're good. All right. We're okay. Well, if you do like to party, you come find your boy, bro. I'll okay. take one. All right. <laughs> He Does give, he buy acid off of him? No, he gives you halfling pipe leaf. <laughs> nice. It's five coins. You get six oh, uses. Five. Cool. The last time we smoked weed was in the, that mayor's house in, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. in Mudlark. <laughs> Brody's like, don't smoke weed in this mayor's house. I'll tell you that much. He's so small. <laughs> it affects him real bad. <laughs> We're not allowed to smoke in the mayor's house anymore. Hey, Brody. Yeah, little guy. What's this? Uh, That is... <laughs> it... This is what you do to us all the time, <laughs> by the true. way. That's true. Oh, that that is a, a all-black glass rendition of my girlfriend, Viola. Oh. Yeah, it's like abstract. And you can smoke out of it. No, thanks. <laughs> hey, Brody, what's this? Uh, that, for like, look at it. It, it that's a home you guys ever heard of tetherball oh yeah it's like a tight game from somewhere they played in black glass huh oh and that's like a little like home version of the glass figurine that you have to smash oh cool they're really hard to smash though because the black glass is so strong can i uh 
What do you do when you're looking around? You look around, discern reality. Discern yeah, realities. Can't discern realities. <laughs> About what? I don't know. I just want to take something. I want to have something because I'm Are jealous. Are you going to steal something? Yeah, because yeah. I'm jealous that Brody excluded me. <laughs> <laughs> so when he made you go over yeah. to somewhere else, I'm looking at all the. Something? I'm looking at nice. all the other things. Oh, you know what's great? What? This is an herbalist, so there's probably some tight poisons in here. Sweet. Ooh. Yeah. I uh, go to the aisle that has like the. Um, the skull face with the X's on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Brody can't tell me what to do. I'm going to take, I'm, I'm going to get some dank weed too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, don't know if, I feel like since you're just in a store looking around, you don't really have to roll discern realities. Okay. You can comfortably get the four poisons that are on this list. Cool. Um, okay. But you're going to have to roll the steel one. That's for sure. I'm going to steal oil of Taggett. Oil of Taggett. Oh, cool. So oil of Taggett is a poison that makes the target fall into a light sleep. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, so you're going to roll, what, Tricks of the Trade, probably? Because that's your, like, stealing shit move? Sure. Cool. Do it. 2d6 plus dexterity. I only got five. So Billy is rummaging. Everything's in jars, glass jars. And the most deadliest one is, like an inch out of his reach oh no the most dangerous one is an inch out of his reach yeah but he's going for oil of taggett yeah so you grab this jar and you pick it up and you tip it back without thinking and the lid comes off and you just pour all this oil right on your face and some it gets in your nose and your mouth and stuff like that and you're just like and then you are asleep Oh no! Like you hear like a crash, and Billy's you come around the aisle, and Billy's just lying on the floor, covered in oil, dead asleep. What's happening? He looks dead. What is this? Oh no! And he like Brody runs up, <laughs> and he gets really close to the super dangerous poison that was right next to oil of tag, and he's like, oh, oh, okay, that's great. <laughs> What's great? What the fuck is happening he's, right now? Cool out, man. Cool out. He's not dead. He's not dead. I can tell he's breathing, you idiot. What is happening to our friend? <laughs> he is merely super fucking asleep, like way asleep. How long is he going to be asleep for? Well, I mean, one drop will usually knock somebody out for like 15 minutes, and he poured like a liter oh. on his whole shit. Wow. So, mm, that's not great. He's going to be asleep for a while is what you're saying. He could be asleep for, I don't know. I've never seen anybody take this much. He could be asleep. <laughs> oh, no. It's usually a thing that you do if you like have trouble sleeping. You put like a little bit in some tea. This is like the worst possible like <laughs> medical situation where the medical practitioner's like, I don't know. I've never seen this before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Doctor, what's wrong with me? You know, I've taken some time to look at it and I've come to the conclusion. Fuck if I know. <laughs> Uh, and Brody's like the good news is I've probably got some shit that can get him out of this pretty quick the bad news is and he starts doing that thing where he rubs his thumb on his four just fingers. tell us how much it costs I mean I could get in a lot of trouble stop too. dragging oh it out just God. say the number that you're thinking of 100 coins okay how about this I'll beat the shit out of you or you get him out of this. Oh, yeah? You're going to beat the shit out of me? Okay, yes. which one is it? Where is it? Where is the one that'll wake him up? Why would I tell you that? <laughs> that was a good try, though. What <laughs> kind of negotiation is that, bro? I said I'm 100 coins, asking. and you said, how about you just tell me how to do it? Yeah. Hey, don't look at where it is. Huh? His eyes are wide. <laughs> his eye, his pupils are, like, vibrating in his head. Red. Is Mears just somewhere else? Mears saw this? a cooking supply store. <laughs> he saw, like, a little market, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna go get some stuff for dinner. This is gonna be great. Can we cut to Mears for a second? What's happening with Mears him? is, like, looking at bell peppers, going, like, hmm, 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 hmm. He's, he's just, like, <laughs> squeezing peppers and sniffing them, like, ba, 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 ba. Rub a dub dub. Yeah, he's saying that. Rub a dub dub in the tub of love. Peppers in the tub of love. He's got two. Yeah, he's got an orange pepper and a red pepper, and he's slowly moving them together. Rub a dub rub a dub dub in the tub of love. And he throws them in a basket. Is he pretending that one of them's Cam and the other's him? 
he and he and he goes yeah he goes Mwah. and then he waits for a, he thinks for a second he goes Mwah. he says i told you i see you again <laughs> yeah yeah he, he makes him kiss and goes i told you i'd see you first <laughs> and then he like he get he looks at the there's like a uh there's like a big older lady standing behind the counter looking at him like you okay <laughs> And she, she, but she's got the look in her eye like, mm, you got a little lover back home, huh? <laughs> and he blushes and he throws the peppers in the thing and he runs down another aisle. Cut back to. I'll fucking destroy your store and kill you if you don't get yeah? Billy this thing. Yeah? Well, guess what? I believe that you would do that. Yeah. And I have the axe in my hand, right? <laughs> well, point. think about this. If you fucking kill me, he'll be asleep forever. Okay, can I roll to intimidate him? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> just he's not just gonna be like, okay, fine. Uh so it's probably defy danger charisma or a parlay, I guess. Uh what about war cry? When you enter the battle with a show of force. <laughs> no. No? Okay. <laughs> That'd be like if you were outside town, you're like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of Brody. And you kicked in the door and you were like, Brody! <laughs> But this is more like, I'm going to kill you. It's unfortunate because the fighter does have a move called Intimidate that would be very useful for Tuck. What about my love for you is like a truck? When you perform a feat of strength, name someone present whom you have impressed and take plus one for to parlay with them. Yeah. yeah. So you got to do something fucking nuts. Okay. And you're going to have to roll for it. It's going to be a defy danger strength. But you got to... No, don't just roll. Tell me what you're doing. It's a feat of strength? Yeah. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to walk outside and pick up Francis and walk inside and be like, I'm going to fucking throw this pig <laughs> at your fucking store. If you stand outside the door. Yeah. yeah, you can't get inside okay, with Francis. So, I, so you're going to be standing on the Brody! street. I'm going to throw this fucking pig. I'm doing this on the street. And I'm yeah. yelling into the store. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But you got to roll for it. You got to roll for it. Uh, eight plus oh, two. There's is the boy. Ten. There's the strong boy. <laughs> so what? You just go up to Francis, get underneath him, and heft him over your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick him up. This is insane to watch. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Tuck is a monster person. Like he's seven feet tall, five feet wide, but he literally just picked up a hippopotamus. <laughs> just cords. The cords of his muscles are bulging. Veins are popping out all over his body. Yeah. And you're screaming in exertion. Yeah. And I'm like, Brody, Brody, you're going to have to have an accident. Have to. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that to myself. You have to. Because I'm not good at thinking of this kind of stuff on the fly. Or maybe you will. For sure. If Billy doesn't wake up in the next 10 seconds. And Brody's like, what are you going to do? Wait, did he just ask, what are you going to do? Yeah. When I had a pig over my He literally said, you're going to have to have an accident, (laughs) or maybe you will for sure. Like, he doesn't understand what your threat is. It's going to be bad. (laughs) So I have to roll the parlay now, right? Because yeah, that was so parlay 2d6 plus charisma. And the the the, the leverage is I'm going to throw this big ass pig at your stupid store. <laughs> so roll. Yeah. Roll the parlay 2d6 plus charisma. <laughs> you get a plus one. Five. So that's six plus charisma. Is two. So that, that's eight. seven. Eight. 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 Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. He looks back at you, Ving, because you stayed in the store, I assume. Yeah, I'm with Billow. Tuck went and did his insane shit. (laughs) Is he going to throw that big pig at my store? I don't know on purpose, but it looks like you might be having an axe wind in. (laughs) (laughs) I can't have people throwing pigs at my store. I'm already on such thin ice with Lil Sir. (laughs) He does what he does. He's just worried about his friend. Look, I just... Can you give it to us for cost? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I got to replace the oil, right? Doug's You're just little vibrating at the front door. Oh, it is, it's Let's really go. hard to keep this up for and this long. Francis is kicking his legs. <laughs> I'm smacking at him like, fucking stop it. <laughs> stop moving around. Go rigid. Uh, he's like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, that was a lot of oil. You understand that? Yes. Um, That's a lot of pig out there. I just like, and I don't want to, I could lose my license for giving a bunch of oil at Taggett to a little kid. Sure. Okay. We- 
keep it on the DL. Okay, so if you don't tell anybody mm-hmm. and your friend get the fuck out of here <laughs> with that big ass pig, mm-hmm. what is that thing even? Francis, a woolly pig? Uh, I mean, he looks pretty sick. I'm going to look up woolly pigs later. Right here, buddy. Right here. Okay, look, here's what you got to do. And from outside, I'm like, they're also called Meyerhawks. <laughs> That's a great name. Okay, here, here's what I'm going to do for you. You take the kid, yeah. give me 20 coins, okay, and just give him, get him to chew on some of that pipe leaf that I gave you. Okay. Yes. Here. Thank you. 20 okay. coins. Okay. Get out of here. You get out of here, you little scamp. Just get out of here, man. I'm freaking out. Tell that guy to get that pig out of here. <laughs> hey, get your pig out of here, bro. I don't know what's happening. Did we reach Tuck, a we got deal it. or yep. so what? We got a pretty good discount, bud. You can put Francis down. What was the discount? Down to 20. Okay, it's pretty reasonable. <laughs> and then I would just walk down the street with Francis. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you just you just grab Billy and drag yeah. him out of there. Yeah. When we get back to the tent, Ving is uh, like wringing out Billy's clothes mm. and getting some of that oil to take it. Oh yeah, I guess oh, nice. so that he actually did get some. Yeah, that's true. So Billy has some oil of Taggart now. Three uses. Sick. Because he poured a liter on himself. <laughs> So there was a little bit left over. Yeah. Is Billy having any dreams right now? Yeah. That's a great question. What's Billy dreaming about? Uh, Billy is back on the farm. Um, uh, he just finished eating a storage of yams. Uh, he's... A storage of yams? It's not a big storage. It was just like a crate. Like oh, a small crate. Just a small but that... crate of yams. But it's like nearing the end of uh the... The spring, so there's not a lot of yams left. But he ate them all, and uh, and Billy knows he's in trubs because they weren't even, they weren't even old Bill's yams. They were someone else's yams. So he's hiding behind one of the grain silos because one leg Bill is screaming out because he saw that his yams are all eaten up, and he's like, "I know it's you, fat Billy. You can't hide from me that long." And Billy is gonna piss himself. Uh, so, uh, and then that's when the grain style, it just sets on fire. <laughs> oh, whoa. So like a little, a little Tinder starts yeah. next to Billy. And Billy's like, oh no, oh no. And, uh, uh, and so he starts blowing on it to try to blow it out, but it gets bigger whoa. and he's like, oh no. Uh, and then he starts fanning at it to make it go away. <laughs> it just goes up the legs of the grain style. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> and then you see like around the corner of the barn yeah. on your side of the grain silo one leg bill pads around with his tiny little wooden leg yeah and he sees it burning and he goes <gasps> fat billy what did you do yeah he looks at me in the eyes across the flames and i'm like i'm this was an accident i'm so sorry uh, and i start spitting on it but it's not <laughs> enough and then you see the face of skinny bill and he goes what did you do yeah and you see the face of old bill and he looks sad he said what did you do yeah and then uh fancy bill Fancy Bill, who's got a monocle and a top hat. Short Bill. And what did you do? <laughs> and Short Bill's like, what did you do? And like the ladies too, like uh, Fancy Billomina and, and regular Billomina. Uh, two-legged Billomina. So Billy's just surrounded by these faces of, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah. What did you do? And that's when you start coming to. Mm-hmm. And you're looking up into the face of of your your good friend Ving. Yeah. There's a big ball of leaves in your mouth. Uh, he like starts to cough them all out. Oh, oh get him out. He's he's got a little bit of tears in his eyes. Yeah. And you wipe him away. Yeah, because I'm a strong boy. What'd you do? Huh? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, nothing. How you feel? Where? What did I do? Oh, uh, you poured a bunch of shit in your face. I made you fall asleep. I'm sorry. That's okay. You guys we weren't it. supposed to see that. <laughs> You guys to see I'm I'm sorry that I stole, but in my defense, you weren't supposed to know. Yeah, in my defense, I wanted it. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it for this week. My name is Sean O'Hara. I've been your game master. With me, as always, playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, played by Abdul Aziz. So long. And Ving the Half Elf Druid by Paul Oppers. Uh huh. Thanks to Wes for all the technical work. Thanks to Abdul for all the editing. Thanks to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. Thanks to all our Patreon supporters for supporting the show. You can do that at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money, please. 
you forgot can, about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit us up with an iTunes review if you feel like it. It really, truly does help. Uh, and, and if you don't feel like it, hit a, do a, an iTunes review instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't feel like doing an iTunes review, maybe just mix it up. Do an iTunes review. Yeah. If you don't want to do an iTunes review, try a five-star iTunes review. <laughs> if you don't want to do a five-star iTunes review, give us $5 on Patreon. $1 for each star that you would have done had you done a review. Plus a review. And then do an iTunes review. <laughs> Find us on social media, Spelt Lore Most Places. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you Sure.